trying to make it all make sense. The more you know podcast. I was finally told what an outlaw is by my friends. Yeah. So it's it's essentially back in the Wild West where it's like if you were to break the law, there's less of a jail and a justice system. It's like now you are outside the law, therefore the law doesn't protect you anymore. So if you are an outlaw, therefore I could just theoretically just kill you. And it's I don't get in trouble for it. I'm not like a vigilante for like killing you or I can enslave you too because you're just outside the law and you no longer have protection from the law. So hence that's why it's outlaw. Correct. Anything that's black market or illegal because it's not being enforced, it doesn't have any level of jurisdiction and and therefore becomes the wild west situations where people can be killed. And, and if you get robbed, there's nothing that's going to be done about it unless you do something about it yourself and all of those concepts. What it really is, is, is like it for the, the most part, because like outlaws largely aren't really murderers. They're, they're businessmen in black markets. It's just like mm-hmm. an anarchist's form of entrepreneurship. Okay. It's like entirely disregarding our system, but still choosing to uh, find your means through our capitalist system of supply and demand in some way. Nope. I thought that was whole, I thought that was really cool though. Okay, yeah, it's that, that makes sense. I thought it was just another word for badass. It's like, oh, you're just an outlaw. Nah, dude, and that's why like outlaw country, like that's why it was called outlaw country. And Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash and all those boys were outlaw country singers, is because they were exiled and persecuted from the country music industry in Nashville. It would be like it'd be like what happens to actors in Hollywood. So when right wing leaning actors in Hollywood are persecuted and and are canceled, they're effectively outlaws. They're just outlaws not practicing anything. If they were to be making their own independent movies in Texas, they would be outlaw actors. You know how Andrew Schultz put his comedy special on YouTube? Yeah. In a lot of ways, you could consider him an outlaw comedian. Okay. Well, was uh, Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson outlaw country singers? So back in their time in the, the 50s and 60s in country music, it was a super mainstream poppy type deal. So if you're to think of like, like a Michael Jackson or Britney Spears-esque type deal, or actually, no, NSYNC is a really good example. So like at the point of pop music when NSYNC was around, like you had your boy bands and they dressed a certain way and they danced a certain way and they acted a certain way. And so at that point in the 50s and 60s with country music, you had fads like that where your mainstream country singers and the ones who were famous and getting radio time and, and assistance from those who were the decision makers in the industry, they were doing their little song and dance and they were famously known for wearing like rhinestone suits and like having songs that were very lyrically simple and not talking about much anything of substance and yeah. in like very wholesome conservative values. And so with Johnny Cash, he wanted to sing things that were more of a like a hymn basis or a spiritual basis where it had the Christian type of um, background to it because that's what he was raised was was songs and singing and, and interacting with music in the church. So he had that. And then like it also turned to him being like the man in black in the future and talking about like his drug abuse. And then with Willie Nelson, like 
you can see like obviously like with who he was how he was persecuted in ways because he wasn't that guy well he was that guy he got famous in the early 50s uh essentially being a backup guitarist for folks and he would just like he was super clean cut like the standard like haircut our presidents have and was wearing suits and stuff but once he broke away from that and became his true self he got persecuted then that way and then waylon jennings did and then they also spoke out against it because the folks at like say sun records who had signed johnny cash like they explained to him like we don't want you making this music and we don't want you dressing this way and we don't want you acting this way and so what happened was was waylon jennings johnny cash willie nelson they all essentially gave him the finger and when they did that and they just continued to make their own music, they got entirely persecuted from the decision makers in the industry and lost a lot of their backing when it comes came to radio play and support of their records. Okay. Dope. That's cool. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. That, that's why I'm I largely no interested idea that was a thing. In yeah, most people don't. But that's my thing with like I, I appreciate their music and I enjoy the sound of Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash's music, but why I'm such a fan and why, why I have them on my walls and is really because of what they stand for. Like they were just authentic people who mastered their craft and stuck with it and, and wanted to show it in their own way. Yeah, that's all dope. It's kind of crazy because a large portion of the reason that Johnny Cash was persecuted was because he wanted to have, um, this intertwining with with spiritual music and the spiritual background of of music that was played in the christian church with how he wrote his music and how it, it sounded with having like certain backup singers and stuff but they wanted something that was just more straightforward and simple and and didn't have uh, as much of a message to it it's crazy and he really he like he wasn't shit because of that until he went and played in Folsom prison. And that's something that's actually really interesting too, because in a lot of ways he was like an OG content creator. So like nowadays, like with the, where I made the parallel with Andrew Schultz, putting his comedy special on YouTube. So Johnny cash really didn't have any level of notoriety or fame. Like he had it to a certain extent and he was doing all right, but he was like a middle level type of name. And so he decided what he was going to do. He'd been playing at prisons in the past already. And it was just something that he did because he wanted to support. So him wearing black and being the man in black, the whole reason he wears black is because he believes that it represents the forgotten, the people who people like POWs or, or people who uh, were in prisons who, who are really just like ignored from society, homeless people, stuff like that. So he had already been playing in prisons. But then he decided, I'm going to film it, and I'm going to make it this whole concert and, and, and then publish, publicize this and, and show it to the world. So then he had this whole camera crew come in with him when he played at Folsom, uh, Folsom Prison. And then from there, he became the man in black and the Johnny Cash that we all know today. Something that's really a lot more interesting than that, though, now that we're talking about the subject. is So there's another guy named Merle Haggard, and he's another outlaw country singer. And I saw him live. He's dead now. But he was directly inspired to become a professional musician and went down his path of becoming a, a legendary country singer, being in prison at uh, San Quentin, where Johnny Cash had performed before he performed in Folsom Prison. So like years before he performed at Folsom Prison, he performed at San Quentin. And sitting in front row was this guy named Merle Haggard, who, who was imprisoned at that time. But he was inspired by what Johnny Cash had done, which was ultimately what Johnny Cash had uh 
was motivated to to come to the prison and be performing in the prisons in the first place was to provide inspiration in some way and i just i think that's something that's really interesting oh because that's like a, a proof cool. of, a proof of case you know it's like like his intentions actually carried out into making that change he wanted when he went to that prison unknowingly though for years mm-hmm. i hope this talk makes a positive impact in your life Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening or watching it, check out other episodes, leave a review, and follow us on social media at More You Know Pod. Also, please don't forget about our sweepstakes. Retweet a clip with the hashtag TheMoreYouKnow and new podcast from our Twitter for a chance to win a signed copy of my upcoming book, The More You Know, coming this fall. Tag two friends in the comments on a clip on Instagram for a chance to win a brand new copy of Dean Graziosi's Millionaire Mindset or Ed Milet's Max Out. Like us or share a clip on Facebook for a chance to win a book I have read that highly inspired me, signed by me with an inspirational message. Again, thank you for listening as we propel with podcasting through the more you know. I'm just trying to make it all make sense. The more you know podcast.